0: I'll just give this word that the Lord has laid in my heart. It's it's a short word, but uh, it's a word from experience. You know, and I I just believe the Lord birthed this in my heart last week and and over the weekend. And uh, it's for me. It's for me. But I believe it's for other people in in this house tonight, you know, and uh, that's not me, so it's not, <laughs> that's not me, but just let the Lord minister to you, you know, if you've got your Bibles, would you turn with me to Romans chapter 8, please? <clears throat> Romans chapter 8, and we're going to start our reading from verse 31 through to the end of the chapter. And the Apostle Paul says, "What, What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, then who can be against us? He that spared not his own Son, but delivered him up for us all, shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And we know the Lord. A lot of blessing to His word. What shall we say to these things then? If God be for us, then who or what can come against us? Friends, if God before us, then who can come against us? You know, let me by asking, has anyone ever had a bad day? No. (laughs) Has anyone ever had a bad week? Everything that could come against you, it does come against you. And it comes to take your peace and it comes to disturb your spirit. Does anyone know what I'm talking about here? Well friends, I'm going to be very real with you tonight because I believe if we're not open and honest with each other then sometimes the enemy would would try to get in and and think that, that we are the only one that these things happen to. But how wrong How wrong he is. Let me tell you about the week that I've just had there. You know, I thought everything, and even hell itself, was against me. But you know, it was just stupid things. Isn't it always stupid things, David? Isn't it always the wee tiny things that seem to to get at you and to get onto your skin? But one by one, they kept coming and they kept coming. And I thought, Lord, Lord, what's going on here? What's going on here? You know, Tricia took our car to the car wash last Saturday, wasn't it? I don't know, Monday. Cars do MOT during the week. Put it through the car wash. First time it's been through the car wash, only got this car. <laughs> and the aerial broke. The oil broke. It's hard to fix, Andy. Andy Lovell. It's hard to fix. So I got glue and tape and taped it on. Can see MOT and when to see Monday went, went through. So the oil broke. I went into work on Monday or Tuesday. I was wishing to have a tanker driver or one. I Got my the first call on the early delivery, and the heavens opened up. And I got soaked. I got soaked to the skin. And that was me the whole day, sitting in the lorry. Ate around trying to get out, Soaked to the skin. I think it was a Wednesday. Climbed into the lorry. Put my arm up to pull myself up. Naomi brought me a lovely Fitbit watch. A really expensive one. And that popped and broke on me. On the same day, I wear an earpiece while I'm driving so that I don't have to lift my phone because I get quite a lot of phone calls from work and whatever, so I wear an earpiece just to answer my phone, so I'm not lifting the phone while I'm driving. That fell out of my ear and broke. I just thought, what's going on here? On the same day on the way home from work, I a an engine management light came on in my car. It's still on in my car. I've still no, I don't know why. It's still on, but it's on in my car. And then on Saturday there, the door of the bathroom cabinet fell off. <laughs> it's broke. I tried it. I can't fix it. So I'm going to have to replace. I'm going to have to get a new cabinet. all within a few days, bang, bang, bang. One thing after another. And yes, friends, I know it's all trivial. They're all trivial stuff, all minor stuff, compared to some of the problems that some people are going through. But you know, when one thing happens after another, then it starts to grate on you, does it not? It just starts to annoy you and and grate on you. And you know, I wish I could say that, that that was the end of it. But it wasn't. the same day I broke my watch and broke my earpiece. I'll tell you what happened. It's a wee bit of a story to this. So bear with me. I think you'll find it interesting. I get two loads of work every day. First load of do in the morning, come back in and get my second load. Had about 4 or 5 calls on it. Come back out. About 12 o'clock. Done a call on the road not too far from here. Pulled out of the driveway. Couldn't turn left because it's too much of a tight turn for the lorry to turn. So I had to turn right. And then make a turn to head back into the Hence again. Right? So I stopped the lorry and I reversed it. Back into this man's driveway. Now I didn't... It didn't go through his posts or anything. Into his driveway. He's a bit of a half circle turning at the front of his gateway. So I reversed back. All I got was the two wheels, two back wheels, half of the lorry on the on the driveway. Next minute, this van came right up behind me, out of the house. And he came right up tight behind me. So I thought, well, that's I can't get turned. Drove up a road another you know, hundred yards. There was another turning space. Reversed into it. Ready to turn right again. the back to Balna your man flew up and parked right in front of me. Blocked me in. I couldn't go anywhere. Couldn't reverse. There was a big fence behind me. Couldn't go forward. His van was in front of me. I couldn't turn left. Couldn't turn right. And I thought, what's he doing? And he got out of the van. An older man than me. And he got his phone out. And he started to video of me. And take photographs of me. So I turned my head away. And then I turned back. He says, you know what you've done there? I says, yeah. I reversed onto your driveway to get turned. Mate, look, I'm sorry. I was I have a couple of calls to do in Paul and the Hens. I was doing a house across the road, just nearly opposite your house. I couldn't get the lorry to turn because it's too tight of a turn. So I turned right and then I just reversed back. Yes, I, I, I put the lorry on your driveway. He says, and what are you going to do about it? I says, "Mate, I, I don't know what what, what do you want me to do about it. I, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't have done it. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done it." And this guy went off and won. I mean, he really went off. I mean, he really went off and won. Like, and I sat in the lorry, window down, and I thought, if I get out of here, if I get out of this lorry, there's going to be a rumble in the jungle. Like, so there is. You know. And I sat there and I just kept apologising. I says, Look, Matt, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have turned on your driver. I'll not do it again. But he went on and he went on. He held me there for 40 minutes. He demanded £50 pound of me. I says, What? He says, You give me £50 and I'll let you go. He says, You're here for the night. I says, oh, Wise up, mate. I, 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 I reversed your mallory under your driveway. I'm sorry. There was no damage under the driveway. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I says, Look, Matt, I am sorry. I shouldn't have done it. I apologise. Not good enough. Not good enough. And then he proceeded to just abuse me, verbally abuse me, really bad. He says, Ring your beep beeping boss. I rung him. I says, Charlie, I told him, What are we going to do here? Charlie wants 50 quid, Charlie says, uh, Stephen, you, uh, you're not giving him any money, I says, Charlie just take it out of my wages and give him it, I, I need it, I've worked it to you, no, 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 Stephen, you're going to have to deal with it, away oh, went. I said, Matt, Charlie's not going to give you any money, Well, it's up to 75 pound now, I went, <laughs> and I laughed, I says, come on, like, I mean, I reversed on your drive, I'm sorry, I apologise, what, what do you want, not good enough, not good enough, and he went on, and he went on, and he started to tell me about hurts he had had in the church, I don't know why he brought that up for, he started to tell me, it ended up, and I know this ain't going to go any further, it ended up, that road out there has just been tarmacked, big long road, he ended up fighting with the contractors, End up the police, came to end up fighting with the police. This is what he told me. So I thought, if I ring the police, because Charlie told me to ring the police. I says, if I ring the police, you're going to come down here. And there's going to be a fight, because this man's going to do Forty minutes, he held me there, demanding money of me. He says, you're not going to give me money, you're going to put oil into my tank. I says, i am not doing that. He says, well, give me your phone. I says, I'm not giving you my phone. He says, is there a lock and pin on I says, yes. He says, give me your phone and I'll let you go and you come back tonight and give me the money and I'll give you your phone back. I says, you have no chance, mate. I'm not giving you nothing. But as I talked to him, I just kept talking to him and he kept spewing out everything, all the incidents that he's had lately, still being dealt with with the police. And I knew I, there's no way I can ring the police here. And I just kept listening to him, and yeah, yeah. I said, look, mate, I- I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done it. I'll not do it again. i just get on like a wee boy. And like that's, that's a testimony for me, to be honest with you. Because before i have been saved, I know, I'd have been out of Adlery. And I'm telling you. And I know guys who I work with wouldn't have lasted one minute. They'd have been out, and they I'm telling you, they'd have kicked them up and down that road. And that's just the brutal truth of it. But I just kept apologizing to him. And then he started to quieten down. And he started to soften. I said, look, man, I am so sorry. I won't do this again. I'm not reversing your driver. I oh, know, I know, I know. He says, have you learned your lesson? <laughs> Here's my yes. <guess. laughs> yes, I've learned my lesson. I'll not I'll not do it again. That's exactly what I, yes, yes, yes. I've learned my, I'll, I'll not do it again. Right, that's all right long as you've learned your lesson. Hard lesson to learn that's what he said to me. I said yes it was a hard lesson to learn. <laughs> this is up to, I, I would have said anything just to get away. <laughs> so he we went to walk away and I'd said something to him about life or something he says well I've tried to take my own life three times. I said I'm tell you man, that's not the answer. That's not the answer. But I knew not to start preaching to him because he's obviously had a big hurt in the church somewhere, because he started spewing a lot of stuff out. I said, look, friend, that, that is not the answer. And he just shook his head, as if he was still thinking about taking his own life, because that's the way he was getting on. He got in his van, reversed back. I got the lorry started, got the air built up, and I was away like two men in the wheel. I had him, I got out of here quick. But that was the type of week. But that was the type of week that I had. Just one thing. After another. And I thought, Lord, what? I just thought everybody was, everything was against me. You know? But you know, friends, I'll guarantee you if I went around this room tonight, most of us, if not all of us, could tell of one time or another that you thought that the whole world and its granny has been against you at one time. Nothing ever just seems to go right. Have I not been there? Have I not all been there one time? You know the Bible says you were being pressed on every side. That's what it feels like, doesn't it, sometimes? That you're being pressed on every side. No rhyme or reason to it. Just a conglomeration of things happening. And before you know it, you've lost your peace. You've lost your joy and your spirit is disturbed within you. Has anybody ever been there? Please tell me that I am not on my own. Surely we've all been there at one time or another. Friends, listen, that happens to the best of us. Everything that can goes wrong, go wrong, will go wrong, does go wrong. And it just happens out of the blue. One minute everything's all hunky-dory. And then you're on your back wondering, wondering, what's going on here, Lord? What's happening? And you know, maybe, maybe, there's someone in this room tonight and that's you right now. Or someone's in this hall tonight and that's you right now. That's exactly how you're feeling on your back. Feeling and thinking that the whole world is against you. Everything and wrong in the home. Everything and wrong in your workplace. You don't know which way to turn. You're being pressed on every side. And your spirit, and your spirit is being disturbed within you. Friend, please hear me tonight. What shall we say to these things? What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, then who or what can come against us? Paula, if God be for you, who or what can come against you? Trevor, if God be for you, who or what can come against you? Jane, if God be for you, who or what can come? Church, brothers and sisters tonight, if God be for us, then who or what can come against us? You know, friends, this world is in an absolute mess. It's in an absolute mess. The days are dark and the days are evil. And you know, it's getting darker as each day goes on. The heart of man is waxing worse and worse. Who, who knows what depravity they're gonna, they're gonna bring in next. Evil and wickedness is abounding more and more. And you know, friends, the squeeze is on. The squeeze is on for us, for us who are blood bought, born again, believers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, hear me. it's going to get tighter and it's going to get tighter as that day approaches. But listen, what shall we say to these things? What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, then who? Can be against us. Did he not say that he would never leave us. Nor forsake us. You know friend. You and I are the apple of God's eye. He loves us. With an everlasting love. He plundered hell for us. And do you think he's going to. Leave us to fend for ourselves. When things are getting tough. Not in your life. Not a chance friends. Not a chance. He said call on me. Call on me and I will answer. I will hear your faintest cry. You know, you read the life of King David. He was a man after God's own heart. His life was full of struggles. His life was full of troubles and heartache. Some of it by his own making, by the way. But you read the book of Psalms and you will find him constantly calling upon God in his time of need. You know, friends, God didn't disappoint him. He heard and he answered. Psalm 42 and 5 says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope in God. Hope in God. For I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. You know, even when his soul was cast down and his spirit within him was disquieted, he hopes in God. He hopes in God. And he praises him for the help That he's going to give him. He looks ahead in time. And he says and he knows. God you're going to help me. You're going to help me out of this trouble. Oh friends hear me tonight. God our God. Is no disappointment. He's no disappointment. What he says he will do. He will do. You know if the apostle Paul. Says that God is for us. Then hear me. God is for us. God is for us. He's not against us. His word cannot lie. He's true to his word. You know, brothers and sisters, we just need to open our eyes spiritually and open our hearts and let faith let faith arise in our hearts and see how awesome this great God is that we serve. Was it not Alicia that prayed to the Lord, "Do you open the eyes of a servant, so that he would see the host of heaven and camped around the enemy"? Friends, hear me tonight. There's more for us than there is against us. You know, one with God, one with God, and you're in the majority. Doesn't matter who's against you. It doesn't matter how many's against you. If God is on your side, you're in the majority. You're in the majority. How many of the great men of God do we read in the Bible who who on their own defeated armies, destroyed kings and queens, defeated nations, they put the enemy to flight, they fought birds, they fought lions. Friends, there's so many, and all they had was a staff, all they had was a promise, all they had was faith, all they had was a belief in their God that God would be with them, that God would be on their side. Friends, if God be for us, then who or what can be against us? You know, I like what Matthew Henry says about this verse. And he says this, the ground of the challenge is God's being for us. It's God's being for us. And this he sums up all our privileges. This includes all that God is for us. Not only reconciled to us and so not against us, but in covenant with us and so engaged for us. All his attributes for us, his promises for us, all that he is and has and does for his people. He performs them all well. He's for them even when he seems to act against them. Sometimes friends will feel that God's against us, isn't that right? but even then God is for us and if so who can be against us so as to prevail against us so as to hinder our happiness be they ever so great and strong ever so many, ever so mighty ever so malicious what can they do while God is for us and we keep in his love we may with a holy boldness defy all the powers of darkness let Satan do his worst he's chained let the world do its worst it's conquered principalities and powers are spoiled and disarmed and triumphed over in the cross of Christ who then does fight against us while God is fighting for us friends he's fighting for us he's fighting for you he's fighting for you tonight on your behalf he's fighting for me friends what a mighty God we serve what a mighty God we serve he's for us even when we think everything is against us Friends, again, did he not say that he would never leave us nor forsake us? You know, family may forsake us. Friends may forsake us. But hear me, God, our God will never, ever forsake his people. He'll be with us. He'll be with us right to the very end. So if you're having a bad day or if you're having a bad week, or even if you're having a bad month and you feel that all of hell is against you, meditate on Romans 8 and 31. What shall we say to these things? What shall we say? If God be for us, then who or what can come against us? Isn't that a marvelous thought tonight? I think it is. I think it is. If God be for us, then who or what can come against us? Amen. We're going to pray tonight and we're going to believe God. We're going to believe that he's with us right now in this room and we're going to believe that he hears and that he answers our prayers. Amen. Is there any prayer request before we come to prayer tonight?